I am. Here we go. We're we're going for it. We're here. This is it. Live. Welcome everyone to the third episode of the Atheist Show. I, of course, am Dano. Dano the animal. Where is Dano on Instagram? To my right, we have Aaron the Atheist. You can find him on all social media platforms, pretty much as Atheist or the Atheist, right? Yeah. And then. We're getting big time now. Yeah. You know like, why? We, we got have, a drummer. We have, <laughs> <laughs> right? we, we have our first official guest. Could be some skins. Yeah. You know, we have uh, Eugene's own Pirate Radio's vocalist, Mr. John Kane. That's me. You made it. I made we, it. Uh, I'm we, very we elusive. We kidnapped you down here. and uh, It's nice. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I came. The, the first location that we had was going to originally be where we recorded the first two episodes. However... It didn't provide to be as fruitful. So now we're in the mobile stage, and it, it's a little less invasive. It almost looks like because you have that light that uh, <laughs> it almost looks like we're either going to shoot porn or have an intervention. Yeah, it feels so, pretty. I'm pretty comfortable no in here. I'm kind of glad yeah. we ended up in here because we're probably not going to never not do it again in here. It's haunted. Yeah, this <laughs> area. I fucking said it. Okay. Yeah, it's haunted. <laughs> we got a sheet up. Did that scare you, John? Yeah. <sighs> No. Oh yeah, like the plastic. sheets still up. That's yeah. We were gonna use that as a uh, a mask. A mask. Yeah, we were gonna go up to Portland and and uh, play a show out of, out of this thing of and make it look like yeah, just just be masked up because you got to be safe. But John, how are you? Not too bad. W- what would you bring relaxed. with you today? I got my uh, my Shackletons. It's my fine sipping scotch. You're a scotch man. Well, no, or like they say, you know. Scotch is a drink. <laughs> Scotch is a people. They're both quite tasty, though. But yes, no. <laughs> I awesome. enjoy it though. It's a blended. But yes, is this is this your go-to? Like, is this the PBR of Scotch, or is this? Um, no, I get. I mean, I don't know. It's like a thirty-dollar bottle. It's just very. Right. It's tasty to me. Nice. It's lots of. It's not too smoky. It's not peaty. It's not too sweet, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's middle of the road but i don't know they, they didn't pay me to say that so i don't want to talk about them anymore oh oh yeah of course yeah but i do well, one day i mean we're gonna uh, how many more episodes do you think until we're eating blue apron yeah this next this one i was <laughs> actually fucking... gonna surprise you with it what's eating blue apron is that like a wrestler you know irish whip me it's like the... what all of the all of the podcasters are pressing oh okay. that boner like... pills and oh yeah. liquor store boner pills yeah, or i don't know band, blue apron was probably a couple of years ago i don't know if it's still what they're doing <laughs> Yeah, now people are getting into a uh, probably Sasquatch soap and yeah, Dollar yeah. Shave Club, Dollar Shave. Yeah, I, oh yeah, the uh, the I used to, uh, yeah. I used to just every time I see that ad, it started going away. But I was like, I ate a whole bar of the pine tar and it got rid of my clap. <laughs> but no, I don't think anybody thought it was funny because <laughs> everybody's like, this stuff is the best. But it's like that same soap they sell everywhere else. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I wonder if uh, it didn't really get rid of. No, <laughs> I, you know what? Speaking of eating soap, that just triggered a memory when I was a kid, oh, and uh, I had a bit of a potty mouth, you know. And my dad was like, "All right, well, now that you want to talk like a sailor, let's go eat some soap." And he pulled out a bar of Dove, and of all soaps, that's a mild I, soap. That's, uh, they, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's a, it's a moisturizing. Soap. It didn't taste like it. I'll <laughs> tell you that lanolin. much. <laughs> Man, I mean, and all I remember is taking a. a a good size bite of it and uh i look over at my dad like can i spit it out now he's like now chew it so i'm chewing it 
And just the face my dad was making was enough to let me know that this was just nasty. Does shit. it hurt your teeth? Like sugar, you know? No, no. It more so just like... It burns the shit out it, of your tongue. Your man. tongue, yeah. yeah. That's... This is like lye and soap, and it starts pulling like oils and yeah. bio stuff. So so eating Make Your Kid Eat Soap isn't the best that, now we that, found out. Yeah, that's all I could taste for hours. And then my, uh, my mom's side of the family showed up to visit, and I had went up to my aunt, <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I, my dad made me eat soap, and she goes, oh, let me see. And I pull out, pull out my tongue and whatnot, and she goes, oh, it looks so clean. <laughs> <laughs> give a fuck, dude. Didn't get it back then, but I get it now. It's like, oh, you're fucking funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten Don before. But like, Don's like a different game than regular. Don's more like no more tears shampoo compared to regular soap, oh. like bar soap. Pretty like I'd I'd take a shot of Don. Oh boy, it's gonna give you the shades. Yeah, yeah that probably would give you the shades. It's gonna give you the hurt there. So yeah. yeah, yeah, knocking stuff loose. You see what it does to those oiled up ducks, man. You know. Yeah. They say it's like really calm soap. It's a very gentle. It's still yeah. it's still dish soap. Palm olive. That one was, yeah. was you know soft soap. I, have, well, I think the last time I think I've actively dish, like doing the soap is like I have like my same mug. It's like a collector's mug. And I don't let it go into the rest of the rotation of the household, you know, because they'll ding it, you know, they'll just like throw it in there. It's like, oh, I dropped your mug. So it's like, it always stays up in my room. Oh, okay. So I just come down, you know, wash it out, a little bit of soap. And like you make your, pour your coffee and there's a little bit of bubbles in there. And you're just like, okay, that's fine. Oh. You're like, oh. Yeah. You do that. It's I mean, like, you, I, everyone's like made food with soap still in the pan on accident. And you get done and you still made food and you got to oh, eat it. Little fine. But when you actually dumb. taste it, though, and you're like, oh. Yeah. So like when they clean the lines out at a bar, you know, they yeah. clean the beer lines out and then you can kind of taste it in the, in the beer that you're drinking, you know, I prefer that yeah. than like the not the, the chunky milk. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've gotten used to it. All the microbials in there or like, like the in, samurai duck kind of conditioned me for that. Like where we're rolling joints. Do you ever drink out of the water faucet up there? Never. If we drink out of it so little that it still tastes like the uh, glue that we glued it together with. Oh, wow. You got to run the water for like 10 minutes or you oh, drink crap. it. And it tastes like Christie's Red Hot Blue Glue. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's quality. You could account on it. You can get high off that. It'll seal you up. You can. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can, can you, Aaron? Interesting. Yes, you can. Yeah, yes, you can. Speaking of that, I was just, uh, I read like an article. I think it was like Uruguay or something like that. It was about uh, the brickweed. They're still making brickweed and shipping it around. And like, they're like, like I'm pretty sure I used to smoke that back in the day. Oh yeah, and they're like oh, they're talking about they spray it with sodas. Like I fucking knew it, and they spray it with pesticides. Like I oh yeah, it. you could tell when My when it's been sprayed with that. something. Mom's like, there it is, right there, the flu-like symptoms, and I'm just gonna ease off to bed. God, <laughs> eyes are swollen. I'm getting a slight fever. I think I'm ready for bed. Oh, busting out some joints. Oh, busting out some yeah. joints. Smokes the goat. If you can't yeah. sell them, smoke them. There you go. I'm that's almost, the motto for that's, this week, or what it. was it last week? Itchy ribs. We're still We're here. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. Right on. So how long have you been actively playing music, whether it be vocals or have you um, done anything else musically? Or no, not really. Those guys, I met those guys uh, at a uh, like an open mic thing, and they were still like in high school. And then this other kid that I knew, like down the street, like a punk rock kid, like, hey, my friend plays in this band. Let's go see him. I was like, cool. I'll buy you guys some 40s. And uh, <laughs> we went down and saw him. It was Cafe Par- Paradiso. 
I think back in the day now it's Jameson's. So like that psychedelic little couch area there is like where we've played like our first show together. And I was like, I'll sing those songs. Like I'll. What year was that? Fuck, I want to say 2005. Wow. And they were, yeah, they were still pretty young. And then I went up there and sang a couple of the songs and I was just trying to like listen, you know, for the first chorus, first chorus, and then jump in on some, you know, choruses for like a Ramon song or a Misfits song and. Yeah, let the first four pass, get, and then... Getting there and croon, and they're like, oh, wow, a guy likes to yell louder than everybody else. And so I think they asked me the first time, and I said no, because I was, like, I think 21 or 22. I'm a bad influence, kid. And then um, they asked me again, that just annoyed me. I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I did a practice with them. I think we booked our first show, I think, was at Les Sousoul, like, was uh, River Road. I've never even heard of that. No, yeah, it was like a little anarcho like collective place. So yeah, we had a good friend of our sax. Shout out to Saxon Wood, saint of a man. But yeah, he he was kind of like our band dad and just always you know tried to book us and just believe in us and you know put us on the right path. And awesome, he's our personal British man. So before that, you just what <laughs> screamed in the showers, screamed along to, yeah, uh, to music, to records, uh, yeah. car- be drawn out to karaoke's or whatever. Nice. And, stuff and, like and no fear of karaoke or anything like that from no, the start? Actually, or? really, just like uh, we'd go just to freak out the squares. Really? So that was kind of like. So that was your motivation. So there was no no jitters or, or butterflies because you were out with a. With, oh, it with was a very jittery. I was very jittery. I mean, playing the punk show, yeah, I was very jittery. Yeah. Like, I don't think we were very good. So everybody, we used to clear the room. So now I guess now we can kind of pack a room. So I oh. Guess. But yeah, I was really scared of messing those guys' lives up, but they're much more. Um, successful to me now in their adult life so i'm very proud of that that i didn't mess that up. so like they're really they're doing good <laughs> damn so since 2005 any other projects that you've been a part of mm, not really no i think we tried one time as a joke we were trying to make up we were just out of a one of our other friends uh i believe uh, a man named aaron aaron carlson yeah he was he was going to play guitar for us, and then somebody else was going to play drums, and we're just going to be called Piss and just do fucked up versions of Kiss songs. But that was the only thing I've ever played. Nice. <laughs> I ragged out my voice going like, I'm going to snow some dope gonna snow some fat! Like that, just, ugh. That chicken man voice. I can't do it. I don't know how they do it. How do they rock so hard? It's untight jeans, and, man. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that would have been fun. P-I-S-S. When's the first show that we played with Pirate Radio? Can you remember? Probably around like 2009 or so. Uh, well, you guys played the Samurai Duck a lot, didn't yeah, you? They weren't really allowed in there. Oh, like, no sometimes shit. Sometimes they sometimes they weren't. So it's like, that's probably why you don't remember any of those guys and everybody just remembers me. Right. <laughs> so I was like, you're the guy. But Yeah, I don't think it was till like a little later on. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> it's yeah, just like such last, a trip when... Last year or two, I believe, like... I think of the existence is like when we start popping in there and playing more and getting booked in there, I believe. Yeah. Saw Jerry in the crawl space. Uh, <laughs> Jerry in the crawl space. That's a good man. That I was going to say, I almost sounds like a band that like, I am notorious for that joke, but that totally sounds like a bad name. Yeah. I saw Jerry in the crawl space. They opened up for the shits and the piss. And argued with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. What got you into being a vocalist? Um, I think my mom's a, a singer. Like she sings like all, like Barbara Streisand stuff. Really? Like Evergreen, like the vibrato. So I have a little bit of vocal coaching, just in general, and then also you know, she's kind of rock and roll mom. She had she was like in a bar band in like uh, the late '90s, 
and I was living down in Northern California. I was like a sophomore in high school. What part? Like uh, Weaverville. Weaverville. That's Trinity County. Oh, so that's pretty Sport. close to Reading. Yeah. Yeah. So she would play like the bar circuits there, and she would sing like her like their uh, like uh, top forties covers and stuff like that. Right. Kind of stuff. So like Blondie. And... So you would she play like uh like bars? Were you able to go? Um, I did go one time. Me and my best friend did go to a wedding, and she did, and we mm. got really drunk on the keg outside where she sang. It was pretty rock and roll. <laughs> you and your brother? Oh, uh, my best friend Chad. Got it. Because you have siblings, yeah. You have I do have an older brother, and I just found out I got an older older brother a couple years ago. Shout oh, out wow. to their both name is Nate. Shout out to the Nates, and I got a younger brother named uh, Cody, and then I got a sister out there somewhere. Wow. Named Michelle. Pretty extensive Shout family. Out to Michelle. So you grew up seeing mom perform, and w- well, obviously you didn't follow suit with the top forty type genre and continue that so what got you into being an aggressive vocalist uh, what bands were were out or how'd you find them probably just my older brother's record collect or you know tapes record yeah. collection stuff like that so i believe really got me i think the first i think really nirvana i think i was like in fourth no third grade Third grade, I think, is when Nirvana came out with their first one. We used to watch Saturday Night Live every weekend, too, so we'd also be able to, like, listen to the bands that came on. Oh, okay. So, uh, when then my older brother would record it, so, like, see Nirvana and, like, Pearl Jam, and then, like, really into that at a very, very young age before I could even discern what it was, but just like that. Were, were you an MTV family or an anti-MTV family? <clears throat> they were kind of pro. So like, you really care. Like, we listen to music and stuff like that. My mom was very Christian and stuff, but okay. she's very, like, rock and roll Yeah. Unless it has, like, a lot of, like, like, sex and murder. Like, it wasn't allowed, but, like, you're allowed to, like, rock and roll. ACDC, of course, was not allowed. But, <laughs> very, yeah, very rock-friendly house, wow. I guess. So, so Nirvana and... I say Nirvana. I think I got it. I had it like, for some reason, I went from Nirvana to Guns N' Roses. Like, for just, like, a bad memory. Like, really? like, Guns N' Roses comes on. Like, I know all these messed up lyrics. Oh, shit. And, like, as an adult, though, like, I know that they're messed up now. It's like, wait, what? What did he just... I know those lyrics. Like... Right. <laughs> like, if you could be mine. It's... That's one of my favorites. If not my favorite it's Guns like, N' Roses song. It's like, with your bitch slap rapping and your cocaine And your tongue, cocaine. Getting, yeah, getting no shit. nothing done. No shit. Yeah. Like, I, I would a, mumble through that as a kid, but now that, that I'm a, a piece of shit, no, no shit, right? <laughs> Did you ever get into that era of, of music? Not really. No, I kind of was like, how I got from point A to point B was like through quite a few other points. Oh shit! Like it, uh, I don't know. It, it was weird. Like my parents wouldn't let me listen to White Zombie, but I bought a propane <laughs> CD, and since they didn't understand the lyrics. And then later on, I was like, holy shit, propane's like way more hardcore than White Zombie. And kind of was like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I fucking have always just had such a weird all over the place kind of listening to everything. Well, you were raised with computers too, so I'm pretty sure LimeWire and, and Napster and fucking, all that stuff. Yeah, when the Na- like, that's honestly, yeah. when we first started hanging out, when we stay up all out. night, <laughs> you know, after the Samurai Duck and listen to music and shit, like all of that, like I've, I've pretty much started listening to punk and heavy metal just through what I could get on LimeWire. And you, so you didn't even know who it was. 
Right. Because it'd yeah. say it was like, this is the Ramones. And it's or, like, no, this isn't the Ramones. Right. Or it or would hide it. Wrongfully tagged. I wonder how many of us listened to that one band that had that one song that was labeled as New System of a Down. Yeah, or, yeah well, Slipknot. I had a lot of Slipknot ones yeah. from, it was like their the second album or something. It was right in the thick of all that. And like everything was named Slipknot. I think and everybody so, has a, my, my LimeWire song is uh, that cover of Gin and Juice. Everybody thought was no effects. But it's, not, it's a, I forgot their name. Um, oh. They're just, they're like a, a punk band. I forgot where they were from. I remember that. God damn it. But yeah, that was like, no, that's our song. There we was a that. lot, there was a lot of bands out there that were tagging no effects covers too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole linoleum thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they would, they would say, oh, uh, no, this is no effects covering this song or unreleased no effects song. Yeah. I remember, or Pennywise was another one too. Speaking of, speaking yeah. of no effects, uh, I remember one time we were watching a something about we're, no we're looking at operation ivy like a, a sleeve and then there is it's like 1989 is when that album was released and then okay. there's a no effects sticker on one of their amps so it's almost like a, like like wait a second are they vampires like how are they there <laughs> like oh they shit had, they were making vinyl stickers in 89 like on tour it's like oh shit they were they were but that shit's just so hilarious <laughs> yeah well that's a that's a general consensus band for all three of us is no effects yeah I mean, a lot of people talk shit about no effects and I think it's punk fair. rock or whatever, and like I don't know, they seem pretty, pretty fucking punk rock to me. That was like, that was safe punk rock for me because like <laughs> we were talking about earlier, in in uh you know past episodes where I was kind of scared by the punk rock movement, and that was mostly because of the people that were listening to it. It's like, oh, if they yeah. have a, a, a Operation Ivy or or you know some of the older bands black flag shit like that that shit scared the fuck out of me because it's like those people were hardcore you know they were mean they were circle yeah blood. you know circle jerks all that stuff it was what maybe you know like we were able to come up with gutter mouth as oh. like the fucking i, remember, I, I mean not like scary punk rock but like they are not give like rock, they come out and just you know fucking they're well, crazy yeah they're kind of like a all the stories you hear about TSOL, it's like, oh shit. Oh, that was remember the <laughs> night when we were driving the mobile stage through Hollywood one night, we'd play up to the rainbow, but we never really played past it to the Roxy. And one night, uh, TSOL had a fucking riot happening. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. and we that's just right. turned left we and we're like, no, yeah, we're we made it this far because every time we thought the cops or the cops fault. were they're just like a talisman of chaos, like wherever they roll. Yeah, it was just like another day at the office, but we're like, no. Nah. Pretty normal. Just a ride at the key club. We're just going to go ahead and uh, merge here. <laughs> yep. But yeah, the, I mean, no effects for me was like, awesome. it was, funny. it was catchy. It was, it was still punk. It was fast. You know, Fat Mike's lyrics were just, they, they spoke to me in a way where it was, where it was pretty rad. Yeah. It's like know? direct though. Yeah. But Very audible. I, I think the Very thing direct. that I loved about them the most was the, the chord progressions they would do like the way that it would like harmonize and yeah they would hit those notes that i that i fucking always love <laughs> yeah and they've been around for a fucking while long time first. one of the first ones i have from limewire it has howard stern at the beginning oh that's He's right more like no talent no talent yeah <laughs> and i don't know if he was serious or not i like, think he was serious i think he was serious back yeah. then like fat mike seems to be friends with everyone in the world now i imagine he's probably friends with howard stern I don't know. No, I don't know. I, you think? You think they're... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He definitely has a pretty diverse array of people that he's friends with. That's true. 
M Shadows. I wouldn't have thought that they were friends with Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold, yeah. Yeah. They worked on the the Linoleum uh, Revisited uh, 2.0, you know? Yeah. The the new one that they I did. I remember uh, fucking my first no effects because I heard like songs here or there. And it was like my best friend said, yeah, there's this guy at school, you know, he's a real asshole. He had a no effects shirt. Yeah. I was like, I had one too, but <laughs> like, we didn't like that band. But then I, then I was uh, working it or, you know, my first, I really came back to school when I moved up here in like 99, uh, which is like some youth core thing. And th- this kid like loaned me, uh, his no effects punk and for my rancid, uh, fuck, what was the album then? It was the, it looked like a cigarette pack fucking, uh, can't remember now. I'm no, so let's sorry. go. Is it? No. It's one after that. Oh, life won't wait. Okay, can't believe I forgot that. But uh, but yeah, and I was just like stuck, and I never got my tape back. I was just stuck with this. No, oh shit, so it's like my tape. But I just fucking love the songs. Just talks talks a lot about like his childhood though. It's so yeah, he's always kind of done that. So I think that's how I've always waited to him. You know, Lori like, Myers and it's like father used to tell me you know something yeah. something something, and then. And it is kind of like he always says it's like a derivative of bad religion because we're just starting, you know, it sounds much better when he's singing like that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, the, what Fat Mike's known for that some bands tried to copy after, after Fat Mike came out with that vocal style, there were like 15 other bands that had that style, you know? Yeah. Hey, I like Grimple. <laughs> My first uh, no effect song that I heard probably was, yeah, Punk and Drublick, The Bruise. Yeah, see, that was a guy. I, I was like the longest line. The oh, longest line oh, was the first one that I heard. Yeah. Like, not like when it came out. My friend played it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it was like, but that was probably in two thousand. Yeah, which a fucking twenty-two year, goddamn, no shit, getting old. I think some of the uh, first punk rock I heard was off of the that snowboarding fucking video game. Oh yeah, fucking. and that got me into the compilations uh, like Punkorama and Fat Music. Punkorama was in a lot of motocross videos, so I that was probably what really first. Actually, those first are good though. There's like Zeke, fucking uh, New Bomb Turks, like on some of those. Yeah, Vizzo. Oh yeah, yeah. Vizzo, the yeah, they were German. Oh fuck! What song am I thinking about? That's a Mr. Clean song? No, no. Oh, okay. Do does mine uh talking to Yes. That song. Yeah. No, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Not yes. Just... <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then uh All right, we're just gonna turn the podcast off and go listen to a bunch of old songs. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. We're a three man mosh pit. Back on we could podcast. listen to them right here. Uh, yeah, but the can. algorithm would just yep. fucking just, that's what alive. sucks so much we couldn't even no. play our own music here because oh, they licensed? would say that it's licensed for some reason like what you know it? anything you well, put I know online on, i know it's on twitch if you pay like for uh i don't know my buddy on twitch he does the uh if you put on spotify but you have to have the title underneath of it and say that it's spotify and what's playing oh got it so you can do that. if you and get so, yeah i don't know how, so, I don't know how all i know is we were there was one day it came algorithm across and it was like, kill us. Yeah, mm-hmm. the algorithm found "Listen like, to Your Heart" with robots well, right. and it like muted our shit. And then what? since then, it just gets worse and worse. Worse and worse. We'll you can't even. We'll, we'll, we'll just we won't. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the we'll do the barbershop <laughs> That's 
trio. That's why we'll just cut. Did the you see and that? That on. that's what. Did you see there were like police in, somewhere in California were blasting Disney music when they were fucking with people in neighborhoods so that people wouldn't video them and put it on YouTube. No shit. Yeah, I saw read some story about that last week. It's evil. Well, that explains why you'll probably catch a lot of videos that are online with no sound now. Yeah. That's genius. Fuck, that's fucked up too. Ambient noise is copyrighted. Yeah. Now, why are they allowed to play it amb- loudly then? Some, get in my microphone. Some ASMR artist out there is like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Can't do it. So, has Aaron gotten into uh, talking to you about NFTs yet? Are you? I'm not even are you sure on board? what they are. Yeah, we'll we'll preview you later. <laughs> Are you privy yeah, name? We'll, you can't leave here until you learn about it. We'll privy the fuck out of you. Butters just yeah. hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. Oh, jeez. So you're not, are you, you're not born and raised uh, Eugene, Oregon, then, are you? I was born in Springfield. Oh. Then moved to Wichita, Kansas, and I was four. And then moved to Lewiston, Trinity, California, and out in the middle of nowhere from Huge city in 1990, 91, 90. Yeah, 90, we moved out there. And then, yeah, I just spent time in Northern California up until about late 90s and moved back up here to kind of relocated. So it was, for the most part, would you say it was you and your older brother and your mom? Most part, yeah. Predominantly? Predominantly, yeah. I think my parents, they, uh, yeah, they split in the 90, in 1990. That's when I moved from Lewiston down to Reading. And how were you in school? How did that affect, like, going to oh, it small places? It's like going to a different, just like being, it's like one of those, like, prisons, like, get a new jail. They go to different oh, lock yeah. over time. They run hey, this big fish. Game. Yeah, so. <laughs> sometimes you click, sometimes you don't. I don't know. I think I found some pretty good friends, though. I found. Anyone like, that went, you still keep in contact yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. When I went down to Happy Valley or Anderson, California, outside of Reading. Okay. Yeah, my best friend, uh, Gary Johnson. Love you, Bubba. Oh, shit. Chad Hughes. Love you, Bubba. Love just you, hung Gary. out, just spent the weekend with him. He's doing well, so. <laughs> I can't say that I know anyone that you hung out with back in the day, even. So, do you have Man, anyone from school? Man, it's that, like. I, I can't think of a single person I've, aside from Jesse Hay, my buddy that I knew. Yeah, then. I'm not the best at keeping in touch with people. Yeah, I hear but, you. But uh, at least we know we're all friends with them on Facebook. Hey, that's right. But, yeah. uh, God, I don't even know. Like, I, I can't. Maybe some people from high school that I'll, like, see every once in a while. Yeah, because you are, you are born and raised. Yeah, I'm from here, totally. Like, pretty nice place, you know? It's a good spot, though. I I can't, you know, I can think of worse places. I can complain, and I will. It doesn't matter now, but there's worse places. Yeah. Yeah. I think touring showed me that. It's like when people say that they're from other parts of the country, and they're like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Or I'm from Kansas City. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Place is just, I don't know, like, it's just mild. I don't know how it's no, no disrespect to Chicago and Kansas City, but being from the West and going out there and getting the We were like, show, what know? the fuck? Like, we were shit. like not sure what was going on like most of the time because yeah. it all happened so fast and we were just like, well, I hope no one realizes what this is and like tries to jack it or anything because... Yeah. That's terrible. We're, we were fucking... You talk about the the stage? Yeah, when we oh, were yeah. just like we oh, didn't yeah. know anywhere like what I that's I don't know. I've always been addicted to like sleeping in the van or like thinking the equipment's gonna get jacked. And yeah. I've been seeing a lot of people and been getting their shit stolen like yeah, a, a lot. lot. 
And fucking, it really sucks. Can't fucking trust anyone. No. Burped. Very nice. Yeah, it it's, and it sucks because a lot of these bands they carry the same gear because it's consistency. So they've had it for a long time. Or for some yeah. people, it's a guitar that they were given or or that they've been yeah. playing since you know they started. And honestly, at this point, I would probably just roll with throwaway gear. Absolutely. Like I would build all my guitars. I'm always obviously I gotta build them, and it takes that. But just to build a fresh one, because like when we went to Columbia and I had my guitar on me, I was like. Fuck! If someone steals this, it's I think like it's always been somebody should be sleeping with the gear. I think it's yeah. always yeah. been that way, like Nightwatch. It's kind of yeah. hard when you're a two-piece. From stuff that I, it was, but it worked good for us because I would always pass out early, and it gave yeah. me a good reason to pass out early, and That's it was true. like quiet. But then it like it gets so hot in the fucking van Fuck. when you sleep in the van. Like you wake up and you're like, oh shit. Who's talking yeah. about the road? What's the furthest east that you've toured? Have you toured all fifty? No, it's like we're cursed tour-wise. Really? Yeah, we could barely even get fucking south of Eureka. <laughs> I, mean, I guess maybe we were supposed to go north. I don't know. It's like every time we get like a van and it just fucking dissolves. It's like there's like one little transmission bearing always dissolves. Fuck. It's like we have to turn it all around. I think one time we just said fuck it, you know, credit cards to the wind and whatever the fuck. And uh, our uh, main van broke down and then we fired all the way back up. I think it died like in Cottonwood or no, it died in Bernie. Wait, sorry. It died in Shingletown outside of Reading. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm thinking, mixing all the vans together. The last van, yeah. longest tour. It died outside of Shingletown. We got towed back to a, a Ford dealership in Red Bluff where I used to, I had to spend some time there. I spent time in lockup there <laughs> in sixth grade. <laughs> Not lockup, but just school. You know, I switch around schools a lot in sixth grade. So I was like, oh, cool, Red Bluff. And we just stayed at this like Ford dealership. And then we just said, screw it, sold it for scrap, took off, uh, drove all, uh, couldn't figure out how to get back home. Uh, we got a U-Haul, uh, fucking, uh, got a fucking U-Haul, put everybody in it. <laughs> oh, shit. And they're all sweaty and shit. Drove it all the way back up here. Got uh, Lenny's red truck and Taryn's uh, Toyota Yaris. Fuck. Uh, and a Ford uh, S10, or, or no, sorry, Chevy S10. And then, like, threw all the, the drums and a couple cabs in that and threw a tarp over it. And then just drove that as fast as we could all the way down to Long Beach for a show that was supposed to be on the back of a of a boat. Got down there, it was canceled. These Son high school kids booked us. Fucking bitch. The guy that booked it was like some junkie dude. It's like, no, but we're having hip hop tonight. You guys can we'll put you on for free. And the kids are like, Where mom's coming back up to pick us up. And then the other band was like a more middle aged guys, you know, or real older guys. They're like, Hey, we're gonna try to play a show in Bellflower up the highway, which is right outside of Compton. It's like, oh, we're, we're going to go to Bellflower's Mexican restaurant. You guys can jump on stage. We're like, cool. <laughs> and uh, kids are like, well, um, the, uh, the casualties are playing us right up the street, like next to the mall. Like, what? Oh, you guys even booked a show on the casualties? So we're going to go try it. Our mom's going to drive us up there. Do you guys want to go? It's like, oh, we have like all our gear and stuff. Like, who's going to watch our gear? Right. <laughs> it was just like, okay, we're in Long Beach. Oh, boy. Uh, like the night. And then. Uh, yeah, and like spent a lot, like tried to get down to that show and just fucking rock, and there was just nothing going on. We went, so we followed those older, older guys up the highway, kind of got lost, made to Bellflower. Those guys were talking with the manager inside. The guy yells at him in Spanish and says, "All right, he's calling the cops." Oh <laughs> and god! Like what? 
And then the cops do show up, and they're just like two like very young women. And I thought it was like on being punked or something. Right. And they're like, hey, I heard there's uh, some punks starting some fights back here. And like, nope, we're all good. We're all good kids oh, back here. Oh, shit. And then it's like they tore ass out of that parking lot and left. And are like, all right, we're getting out of here. And so we got lost. And there's this guy posted up on a corner, like all thugged out. So walks up to us. Oh, no. It's like, hey, hey guys, um, you guys don't look like you're from around here. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. It's like, oh, no, yeah, we're kind of lost. We're trying to get uh, back up north and just leave. You know, we're trying to get out of here. we got another show next couple days. It's like, all right, man, you just want to go up there, and you'll get on the, you know, I whatever, and take right. three lefts. And, like, you'll be out of here. You guys have a good night. Like, be safe. I went back under his corner and, like, posted it. <laughs> right. By the way, you want some meth? <laughs> no, no, I, didn't, I guess I should have asked. It was a long drive. But uh, <laughs> my boys were young then. We're still pretty. But yeah, that was that was just like, oh, okay. Like we'll just go balls to the wind. There's just everything that happened was just like lame. Fuck. Yeah, it just went from lame to lamer and then I think we did play like two decent shows that were just shows, but they were just like coffee shop shows with like it's a guy and his dog. I'm like, cool, like, oh here's twenty bucks, guys, like good luck. Yeah. Well at least you got to play. But yeah, that's all it all about all that matters is that we got to yeah. play. That's... We got to stay in Reno and just hang out there and that <laughs> Oh man. He's cute. We did that yep. a couple times. Yep. Just we would always have those extra days. Hotel. You find the most comfortable place to be. Yeah. Or, or speaking of Reno, that one time we we randomly did an impromptu at that bar and they didn't have any at sound equipment. Ryan's. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought you guys yeah. are gonna bring. So yeah, so we just wound up screaming the lyrics on top of our equipment as loud as we could and just totally thrashed our voices. Yeah, because like we went there, I think there was gonna be a show or something, and it got canceled. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "No, you can come here." And then it, down that corridor where the show was supposed to be, everyone was warning us about the FSU crews. Yeah, and FSU. the yeah the fuck shit up crews that and they were a hockey mask crew back in the day. I don't know if you remember that fucking. No, I don't. I missed that. I missed that, that part. It was crazy I, there. Have I had danger? Yeah, and we were like fuck shit up and throw down. Yeah, we had FSU ATD. As our fucking acronym for fuck shit up and throw down, so maybe they'll pass over us. It's like lambs playing oh, the door. Maybe oh, they're like, okay, those guys right. are down. Maybe they're gonna meet up on Seventh Street. <laughs> right, boys, I got your mess. Oh fuck, yeah. But there was the, we would even get people coming up to us going, "So you guys are FSU, huh?" It's yeah. Like, oh no, 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 no. We really ne- didn't play in Reno too much. Not too much that we were supposed was- to. But it yeah, never still the best supposed to was Chico that one time. We, also, oh God, yeah. We didn't we, have a gig at Reno. We just had a coupon that we would find at these truck stops or just by Denny's. You can grab these like coupon books and you could just yeah. like, find like these. That, we did that oh, with the mobile stage. Too, yeah. The, yeah. But then it was just like it was kind of easy living in Reno. It's like, well, we got you know, like, do you guys really want to go to Utah? We can wait three days here. Holy shit! For twenty dollars a night. Right. And cram a whole band and all our gear in those two, two bed hotels. <laughs> It, the city doesn't go to sleep. I mean, it's like mini Las Vegas down there. Oh yeah, didn't it's we do twenty four hours in fucking uh, that Amish fucking? Oh, the Stangies was the market Stangy. you went to. Yeah, remember you came back with the beer wrapped in your hoodie because you couldn't. You couldn't carry more than a twelve pack on a oh. certain day, I think, or you just you couldn't buy more than two 12 packs or something by yourself or and not have a car like i had yeah. to, i had to and I'm the like, guy was like you're not from here are you he goes look i'm gonna i'm gonna sell this to you but i'm gonna carry one of them out to the door and just put it on the ground and you didn't buy it from here and it was some extra scranton. Gold. 
Scranton. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Thank you. And then we went to the guitar center. Could we just all just say, Yeah, guitar center. We went to the guitar center. Could we just say Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. And we went to the guitar center there, and this chick was like, oh, so you guys are on tour. You're in a band. You're on Mayhem Fest, aren't you? So, like, she kind of pointed us out, didn't she? Yeah. And she knew what was going on. So we were like, yeah, we got this hotel out of a coupon book, and we were just going to be hanging there. And we had a pipe that was put in peanut butter because we didn't want to get pulled over. And we're, like, talking about weed. We're like, yeah, you know. Yeah, we were supposed to get, like. An eighth of some good oh, some weed. It was, do you want the good weed yeah. or the bad weed? Yeah. Or not the bad weed, but they were like, this stuff's better. And it was what, like $80? $80, $80 an eighth, an eighth yeah. Eight, like back then, like back then, 2010. No shit. <laughs> and it was the worst weed yeah. when they showed up. It had seeds in it, didn't it? It had seeds. It was everything. Yeah, it was, it was full Nintendo. on like, I was like, how is there, this is the bottom, this is the bottom of the barrel. So this, how does it This get? is a high grade narcotic. But I thought you boys liked to party. The like, hotel we were in was the total <laughs> prostitute hotel because we got it from the coupon book and it was the, was it you the could desert, totally pay the by desert the rose? hour. Was Pro- it the desert road? Oh, probably, okay. probably a chain of. <laughs> And then, like, you can There's hear the headboard rose. banging on the wall and shit from the next room. We kind of stopped using the book after that. Yes, we did. This well, she there showed up and she showed up. Teachers with her... around the parking lot. What do you mean school teachers? <laughs> I don't know. They look middle. She <laughs> showed. Well, she showed up and she showed up with her friend. Yeah. Didn't she? Didn't she bring a, a, a friend? Yeah, because she was scared oh, she because yeah, we she were at the hooker hotel. Yeah, we, and they like worked at the strip club and they knew what was up. They like, yeah, Whoa. they were like, guys. So the place you're staying right now. <laughs> Because it was weird. We kept seeing so much weird shit in the hallway. Like the people coming and going. We were just like, man, something's up. I I think Domino's didn't even want to deliver there at first. They were like, no. We got to get our man back. You just using the book. (laughs) Right. You can't use the coupon book. You know, Motel 6 really came together. Motel 6 is cheap. You'll pay a little bit more, but you can like you can smoke in the rooms. You can do anything you want, and it's <laughs> not. Uh, I was uh, taking care of my pa in Coos Bay. We stayed at a Motel Six. Me and my older, or me and my little brother, and we found like a cool ass like fucking chain. I'm not sure what the symbol was. It looked kind of Punjabi, but it was like this big medallion. We found this drawer, and we were smoking weed. In there. It was pretty cool. Was oh shit! Everything was remodded. It was very nice in there. Mo- they remodeled all the Motel Sixes. And I would always judge a neighborhood by the price of the Motel 6. That's true. I mean, there's major like areas liquor. and states, but like within the state, you'll find, you'll be like, okay, I'll look for the 49.99s. Stay away from the 39.99s. Stay away from 39, yeah. Like, my dad always said, we're a step up higher than that. We're going to do Motel 8. Oh, oh Super 8. Yeah, super yeah. 8, yeah. yeah. Super 8. So he was like, a, in his later years, he was always Super 8. <laughs> he always stayed at the Super 8 on Gateway and stuff. You didn't have time for that Motel 6 shit. No. Like, I don't want to, like, listen to cars circling in the parking lot and people yelling. <laughs> That's it. He's right, though. I think most of the weird hotel shit isn't, like, you know, crazy as it used to be. Dude, yeah, God, well, they had know. to crack down on a lot of stuff. Yeah, know? like, Motel 6 used to be able... People would post up there for fucking months doing cooking meth in the fucking bathroom or, or whatever. And but no, we, least... really, we really do look in there now. We really do our best. Yeah. No shit. It's actually it's actually you. dependable. I think a, it's I think it's I think it's building to building. Yeah. Before you give a spiel for the whole motels. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I don't know. I guess a good one to check out would be the Eugene one. Or when we left uh Wasis at the, like the Eugene Kansas one. City. Oh yeah. Motel six. Yeah. That was Wait. 
Or that was out, outside of Chicago. It's not a Eugene yeah. one, though. It's still Springfield. Like, uh, yeah, that Springfield Gateway, one has always been, has been bad over the years. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'd be a good one to check out. I don't let's know. Go check out. Let's go just check go in out. there like yeah. we're secret shoppers. You know what? Like, if once they take your idea and they see that you're from there, they have a problem running you. Yeah, you were running into that problem, huh? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I went to go uh, rent a hotel room for the evening. This was back when I was staying in my car. So you're going through a divorce or something. Right. <laughs> I'm in the doghouse, lady. Like, come and, on. And I booked it online on uh, like one of the hotel apps type deal. And uh, when I went in, they were like, okay, let's see your ID. And they go, ooh, yeah, you can't stay here because cause you're, you're a local. And we've been having problems with locals staying here. So um, you know, I'm like, fuck, man, you know. Just a pimp trying to lay down you know, his, <laughs> his head for the night. You know, no hoes. You know? <laughs> the policies are fucking dumb, though. For, for I hate hotels. Show. Like, I think it should be like more by the hour ish because it you know, sucks being in a band. You guys are right, but the last two, the last two anecdotes, I want to talk about who's the guy who made the rule. Like, he just like fucked it up. Like, you can't have more than two 12 packs and be walking on foot. Like, who fucked no that shit. up? Like, who's the local guy? Like, who was the guy? It was Amish. Shit. It was like it was old Amish leftover country. Amish laws. Like the yeah. Kids are just getting tossed. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> who's yeah. the guy? It's like, I always say that. Like, well, should I do this right now? And then I'm like, I'm going to be the guy that they make the rule. It's like, right. you can't go in and out of the bathroom with your pants half on while trying to look for paper towels. To <laughs> right. <try> it. <laughs> it's illegal. There's a law. It's like, no like, shit. The reason why he says no stairway. It's like this this one fucking guy. One fucking guy. Yeah. Man, a lot probably of the town noodles. drunk, you know what I mean? Just like we know better than to sell him more than this, but how how did they make the whole entire show the office and not refer to that one time? It yeah. was Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania. 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 Scranton. <laughs> shit. It sounds fucked up. It does. It does. God, I'm I'm shredded. I'm so shredded. All this scrambled last you minute, that like shirt off, Joe, what you got? Shit up. I've seen you. I've seen <laughs> Whip them out these already. Up. I lather this up with Kiehl's every night. No. <laughs> I kid. I am very fat. So, what are you doing nowadays? Um, I was, I was trying to figure out, like, what do you talk about? Like, what pajamas you wear for the past two years? Yeah, no what shit. were you doing? <laughs> yeah, you got them bananas and pajamas going on, or are you more of a Transformers would, guy? Um, just put on a, a pants and a belt, you know, sometimes the mid-COVID thing. Just just some days. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, you going somewhere, Dad? To nope. bed. Nope. To bed. Going to bed. To bed. Just, you know, you got to put on pants and a belt every once in a while. Oh, fuck. Every five days, realize you're not in the space station. Yeah. <laughs> So we had a brief moment where we worked together back in the kitchen. Did we? Yeah, I believe we both worked at uh, Doc's Pad at the same time in the kitchen, in the back, didn't we? I don't think we did, did we? I think we did. I mean, I, I remember you being on the line with me and talking shit, and I was when I was on my way out and you were in. No. Wasn't it? No, no, so I didn't oh, come Oh, no, because you did Black Forest. I didn't come over until the, the uh, Black Forest died. Yeah. I, I refused. Yeah, that's what, that's when I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I remember some remember. some days you were back there. Doing, I, I think you were more prepped though, weren't you? No. No, you were on the line, yeah. It was like a big switch over. Yeah. They murdered some folks. Yep. To make room for the the cool black forest people. Oh, of course. And then Gary just forgets about everything. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, sorry, G spot. Sorry. G spot. It's mm. moist. But uh you're not doing that anymore. What you, you're doing uh you're Dawson Doe, yeah. You're you're a you're yeah. a 
pizzeria man. Yeah, I'm making lager money to toss dough, and I just keep my mouth shut. So. Shoot. <laughs> how's that? How's I that on the uh, 30, 30 something year old body? Thirty nine. I forgot how old I am. I think oh, I'm thirty eight or thirty nine. You're I'm not thirty nine. Born in eighty three. Yeah. Am I thirty nine now? Yeah, because you were born in. I'm thirty eight or thirty nine too. Yeah. I think well, you're I'm coming up in 30. June. I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm like 38. So you'll be, 30, be 39. You'll be 39, yeah. 83. And then when's yeah. your birthday, John? Uh, the night. I see my, my son's birthday now is next to my birthday. So my birthday, just kind of forgot about it. But it's uh, the 19th of February. Oh, shit. The Pisces cusp. Yeah, yeah, so you're 39 now. So how is that on a, on a almost 40-year-old body? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, I gave a good part of my body to the mosh pit. I and understand. not care. I all the kids out there is, you know, like stretch, you know. I saw you guys stretching before our show. I was really Oh, away. God, yeah. It's the whole thing. Man, a show for us man, anymore I, is like, okay. Yeah. Let's go to sleep early the night before. We almost need to like, check up we, before we go. Can we talk about shows? Yeah. So we went to, I, I saw you at the uh, the Coffin Cat show, right? Yes. After that? Yes. Right on that show? Yeah. At John Henry's. Yes. And so I stood around that night. Like, I just stood around and jabbered, drank some beers, and then I sat on a bar stool later. And then, like, the next day, like, my knee was blown out. Like, I rocked on. <laughs> like, oh, I was in the pit. And I was just shit. like, I was hungover, but I had to call in sick to work. But I was just like, my knee was like hungover. Right. It was like all swollen and full of like uh, fluids or something. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I got the old cyst back there. <laughs> like, I forgot about it. But it was just like, oh, I guess I partied too hard last night. I'm pretty sure I just had some drinks and stood and around. Stood around, yeah. Like, that was basically it. I was like, oh, like, how are you doing? Like, oh, that's terribly awesome. Glad for you. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, it's just next day, it's like, I can't make it down the stairs, boys. I'm sorry. I'm not coming in. Fuck. But yeah, it fucking, fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have my own. But I got to keep on stretching and elevating and doing all these, like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny to to think if I'm gonna go out to see a concert, I have to stretch, That's I right. have to plan, I have to wear comfortable shoes. I'm getting back in shape for the pit. I have to, <laughs> I have to look for seating. You know what I mean, seating. and not not I take can't away. I stand around, and it's got to be close to parking. Yeah, shit. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I I have this anemia Punk's thing. Not that I've been that it fighting. just stands in the back. You know, I've seen that carved in the back of the so, room. So I have to worry about you know standing up too quick and and passing out and shit. I have to have iron tablets that are in my car and kind of take it easy, you know. <laughs> this one's just called taking it easy. <laughs> I was just joking about that. I, I mean, I, I ate three Advil right before the show started. It's like three shots of whiskey. Yeah. You know, yeah. put to your liver though it's just like yeah and, and before we were we, before when we would play shows, no stretching. Eat a cold can of ravioli. Yes, you know, cold. Like, Cold can of beans or whatever, like the Punisher. Yeah, absolutely. Some wild turkey. And I think I'm, I at least know in my head, I'm to the point of uh, mental degradation <laughs> where <laughs> I know damage. that there's going to be more like, oh, my body's playing the song before my mouth knows what to say type shit. Right. Oh, know? look at that uh, salt and carb sludge tonight. Okay, thank you. Uh, we'll just we'll deal with that tonight. Thank you. Like we were hoping to maybe... <laughs> Have some substance. Oh, wilted lettuce. Thank you. Just on top. Okay, oh. thank, thank you. Yeah, your body. Yeah. It's like you will go to sleep, or I'll put you to sleep. That's basically what my body says to me. <laughs> yeah. But you get through the ships, all right. I mean, I do all right. You do all right for all right. yeah. How long do you, do you? How long do you think you'll Those be ships, able to do it? I don't know. I'm like over it. So, I mean, really? I, I enjoy it though. I enjoy tossing dough and being surly. I really enjoy that. I guess we'll start wearing cork boots in there. I don't know. I think it just. 
<laughs> I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> I don't want to talk shop. But yeah, I think I'm ready for a new set of legs. Robot legs are. Yeah, yeah, Aaron needs yeah. some eyeballs. All right, man, eyeballs would be so cool. You got Just, your Ben Franks now. Yeah, I'm wearing bifocals. bifocals. That's fucking right, though. Yeah. So when you move your head around, does that mm. fuck with you? No, you and honestly, I though? haven't figured out the bifocal part. I think I might get some without the bifocal on it because I don't ever use it. Got it. But I can see really well right now. Oh, that's cool. Nice, uh, nice. It's pretty cool, but it, it just sucks having to wear them all the time. I hear you. I don't have to when I drive, though. Like my, It's kind of like nighttime vision's okay? anything past 10 feet, I'm like a fucking eagle. Oh, God. Like, I can, I can right fucking now. see. I can read a book on the top of a hill, like right. across the street, without a pair of binoculars. Fuck, I ended the that. eagle thing though. Like, we really need a soundboard. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah, fucking. I hear the frogs are chirping out here. Oh yeah, it's we, very we get, nice. Big... It's, the darkness is upon us. I think. Yep. Uh, we get. I cannot see the light uh. anymore. The darkness is upon us. I cannot see the light anymore. <laughs> I know another thing we have in common, John Kane. What's that? Our love for Davey Havoc. Oh, really? Oh, God. Daddy Havoc. Oh. That was, He's that a was, beaster. I didn't know you were quite the AFI fan until I saw you do karaoke oh, with one of their man. songs. And then I was like, no shit, John Kane's in the fucking AFI. Oh, yeah, dude, a fire inside or all fucking idiots, whatever one are asking fucking for it or asking for it, <laughs> whatever their name is for the week. But I think they're all, somebody says, I used to go to Ukiah with those guys. I used to be called all fucking idiots. But no, they're oh, fucking, sure. they're awesome. A fire inside. Hell yeah. You saw them live? Yes, finally. I feel like I was cursed for a while. I my tickets would be denied or oh, fuck. If I want some tickets off of WKWVA. And then like, no, you're not on the list, bud. And I was like, what? And then like, we're all sold out. And I was like, oh, and, like every time back in like their hardcore phase, like I missed it. And so I finally got to see him uh, not too long ago. And it was just, it was awesome. What, pre-COVID? Yeah, it was pre-COVID. It was like 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a beautiful show. They play the old shit and. How old did they go? Because I've been looking at YouTube local, videos, local and, and I think the oldest thing that they were doing was sometimes, the silver and cold stuff. Sometimes they'll fire back to uh, Very Proud of You. like some of that I shit. love that. Yeah, shut your mouth, open your eyes. Who, you know, who, how many bands want to sing about like the high school politics? You've been in a band since like high school. It's like, oh, man, DRI. Shit. It's like, dude, I'm going through a divorce, dude. <laughs> we talk, it's like Green Day. It's like, <laughs> we talk about that with DRI when it's like, don't be tardy. You know what I mean? It's like you're, you can't sing about school. Like a bunch of middle-aged guys in here. It's like, yeah, I sing no a song shit. about school, guys. Yeah. Like, no, like I don't. High school sucks, right? Am but, I right? But the newer <laughs> shit with AFI, I just want to say, he's like all. It's like it's like a triple entendre. You know, it's like it's not a double entendre. Is he singing about Jesus or fucking God or killing God? Like I don't know. He's got some. He's got some shit. Yeah. He's forced to like believe in Christianity, and he's not happy about it, and he wants answers. So that. you you've been in uh, since day one with that with that band. What's that? If I mm, yeah, I stumbled upon them through like a uh, they're very popular, kind of like on the college radio. And then I bought a uh, because it looked awesome, and I was liking uh, Sloppy Seconds, and of course the Offspring, which is Nitro Records. Oh yeah, but they had a, the sampler that was so, like Deep Thoughts by Deep Nitro. Thoughts. See, that's where I learned of AFI was that compilation. I think that's Deep where we Thoughts. have the conversation. Yeah, 
Yes. So, and that's where also Sloppy Seconds, one of my very favorite bands. Got it. Also, shout out Steve Childers. What up, Bubba? But yeah. Yeah, just fucking... I think when I moved up here in 99, it was just like big city living for me, even though it was just like a little burg. And then we had uh, the record garden right there off of uh, Main Street and uh, 14th. Like now it's like an action arms dealership now, and there's like a little mini mart oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was the, that, but I could like walk down there like as a kid and like scrum up some money and like buy actual like records and right. get hassled by record store guys. And like actually, you know. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. This is really punk, and like give me the Dead Boys. And it's like those songs like rock and roll because it's like, but it's like fuck Dead Boys. Yes. What are some of the first albums that you bought for yourself? My first compact discs that I bought. Like <laughs> yeah, like like you had money, and you said you know what today's the day I'm gonna go buy. Oh, my I used own to shit. I used to buy stuff all the time, and I'd bring like my mom in to buy it. I think one of my because I'm always you always bringing up how I'm like a I'm a large rancid fan. Just always has been like as a kid, but I was like too poor to buy. Uh, fucking uh outcome the wolves so i had to buy like a bargain bin copy of uh let's go which is like the album before that yeah so that's always just my favorite album but that was the underground in, in redding california i was allowed to go there and like buy my school clothing and be able to get guns and roses shirts and it's like mom buy me this guns and roses record like buy me this tape right like, okay don't so that was that me. was the first one i feel like that was that was my first actual like rancid piece of whatever because everything else you got from your older brother yeah, because like he would just give me stuff. Like I, uh, he he knew these two dudes or three dudes. They're like in a uh, straight ahead like punk band called Yak Saddle, and they were just like real good like straight ahead Pennywise tweaker. You know, bah, 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 da, 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 da. Okay, so good. So I feel like that was really what got me, just that Yak Saddle cassette. I guess then, right. But I don't know. I, I had a hard time discerning like what was you know this is punk. That's not punk. That didn't come until like think probably like high school i started caring about well because you had a massive influence especially with i think really like one time i was like uh, after, family influence. Which i was really high on acid like in my after my freshman year and then like my my brother's like older friend jake came over and was like i heard you're getting into punk and i was like sitting on like the side of my couch like a gargoyle like <laughs> i'm gonna give you this but oh, it's just shit. like all tripped out yeah. right stuff got right on top of you man so they're all black lighted out and it was fucking uh, give me convenience you give me death like all faded out on one cassette and like i just put that in and i was like oh no shit. Like that was really where it started. Like I need like more eighties. Give me, but then the guy from Yak Saddle, this one little cassette I had, that guy was working at the underground. He's like, actually, this is what you want to listen to. It's like this Got is the it. guitarist for Yak Saddle. Like he'll tell you what to listen to. Got it. So it was like another straight ahead band, Screw Thirty Two, and then yeah. Would you stay pretty eclectic through finding your? Oh yeah, I was still listening to metal and shit. Okay, so you yeah, you're crossing over through different genres and. Also, my dad, too, gave me, like, a lot of metal. Like, I would just show up, and he would have, like, something that somebody gave him, and it would be, like, first three Metallica, like, tapes. He's like, do you want those? Oh, I'm like, shit. yes. Like, one time I went and visited him, like, after the divorce, and he gave me, like, the first three Metallicas, and I was like, yes. Well, no, I guess not the first. No, I had to go out and find uh, Kill Em All. I think. Okay, so, so it was, was, like, Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and, and Justice then, for All. Yes, so it was, like, those three. That's a, that's a solid good one. Those are good I've, ones. I've met him on the fucking Black Album and then oh, found Injustice then, for All and was then, like, what the fuck Well, is no, this? I think yeah. what brought me in was the Black Album, though, because we were yeah. like kids and stuff, and I was like, you sing about werewolves and shit? Like, fuck your shit, oh, shit. Right. Like, all <laughs> yeah. teenagers are into this shit, like, werewolves? Like, fuck yeah, I'm a werewolf, I'm pretty sure. One time, no... I was so I'm fucking burnt out with the Black Album simply because of MTV, though. Yeah. Like, it was all about 
you know, like we just said, and Justice for All, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning. I didn't even care about Kill 'Em All. Like everyone gets pissed when bands change or whatever. People are like, "Oh, early Metallica is the best." But if you think of their progression all the way to where they're at now, they fucking covered a lot of fucking lot of ground. area, and it's kind of cool for it to change. Otherwise, it would all be the same anyway. It's all so, his fault. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lars is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I, ever since the Napster shit and Lars, like yeah. that was like the beginning of the end for that guy and like most people, I think. No doubt. What was your first albums that you bought yourself? Because you have an older sister, but I have a feeling that you didn't really take away what she was listening to, right? Oh, uh, like. Oh, oh, actually, no. Let me be honest. First, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I'm no, sorry. wasn't no. No, go ahead. First I'm... cassette I actually bought for myself was the Batman soundtrack. No shit. I was like a very little kid, and I threw a fit because Nate was getting to buy something. Like it was like in the That's '90s, awesome. and it was like on sale for like five dollars. Like I want to buy something too, and then. Right. There it was like five bucks. It's like on sales. The Batman. So the bat symbols. Like I'm buying that. That's awesome. I like Batman. And then like Batman. Yeah, that Prince. Fucking album. Party fire. Man. That's awesome. So what's the first one you bought? Oh, was it uh Propane, yeah? It was close to that. Propane? I'm like, I usually remember this shit a lot better. Propane's like I don't know if I ever place. really bought no tapes. I probably got like a Pearl Jam tape. Pearl Jam. Something like that. Ten. Like, yeah. Like, my dad had to go look out for a temple. What the hell is a temple of a dog? Like, I had to go looking for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I found it. Found it for you, Johnny. I, I know it's got to be better than that, but I don't know. Maybe it was... I feel you, though. You know, my first concert story is a lot better. It was Creed and Nickelback. Oh, boy. Nickelback filling in for local age because they dropped out. The whole out. back covered in nipples? The, wow. whole, the whole one. I get to say that now, like, on a podcast. His yeah. whole back was just covered in nipples. <sighs> was it, like, moles? or? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Nipple back. The freak show stuff's getting pretty popular. And you bought that ticket? Someone gave it to me. What's awesome is my second one was a Pantera concert. But Pantera. Uh, even telling my mom that it was a Christian band, she didn't believe me. She thought I was full of shit. Oh, there. shit. Because there wasn't like an internet. Right. You know, like, oh, it's, it's Creed, a Christian band. Like, uh, and yeah, that was my first concert. Shit. But, and I actually liked Nickelback. You enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. And I I bought their demo. Oh, fuck. Or it was like whatever their... Their first release? Yeah. Or, yeah. It might have been their demo. I don't know. Not one of the things that I saved over the years. Right. It didn't survive the test of time. Yeah. It's a lot of nipples. A yeah, lot first, of nipples. First album I got was a tape of Nirvana's Nevermind. Yes. Yeah, it was a toss-up. Yeah, I had that one. It was a toss-up yeah. between that or I was going to get Def Leppard. I just remember the way the ink, the ink I didn't, smelled on that thing. I was, was nowhere near like Def Leppard or like Guns N' Roses even. I like, yeah. They were so badass. Like, no. I didn't, a lot of the shit, and then most of the metal I didn't get into till you started uh, playing it for me. Yeah. Even the punk rock. I, that's why I love fucking Spotify so much. Oh, like, I agree. It, there's so much hidden shit on there where, yeah. like, I come in and you're rolling joints, all right? Like, whatever we're listening to, it's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, no shit. And there's like yeah. 13 albums on Spotify. Right. And you can fucking to listen to them. I do really enjoy listening to college radio. That is that's what got me here said. though. But that was really like what saved me. Yeah, and I could like call into him. Like, okay, I'm just some kid. Like, what are you like? What are you, you playing, playing right now? Yeah. Or oh yeah, yeah doing requests and shit. I I always call in. I'm like, what's what are you playing right now? Like I've always done that, and that was before 
you know, uh, radio stations were Fuck, putting out websites with what's playing now or, you know, the yeah Spinatron, I think it's called, where you can look at it and see what they're playing live. So I'd always call in. But, uh, yeah, college radio is where it's fucking at. There's so much eclectic shit. And then I can look at it and then look up the name through Spotify and then find their whole I just type I shit. guess everything's online now. Yes. Can I just like, walk out of here and go pee? Because we're in the country. Fuck yeah, you, can. you just go on the floor. Fuck yeah, life. Fuck life, man. Piss uh, on the floor. Right Piss there. yourself, you know? No, I don't <laughs> want you guys. I'm old, man. I don't want you guys to hear my pee farts. Well, and shit. Oh. Yeah, let's let's take a fucking piss break. All right. Can we? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Mutual ping, dude. I'm just going to fire out of here and let you guys talk like it's real, a, real it's time. It's 59 <laughs> minutes and 53 seconds right now. No, we're golden. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, it will be golden. <laughs> the mummy. My little brother always rip on each other like what noises we're choking on. Really? So I'm always like the mummy because he'd be like, <laughs> very nice. The ghost or the mummy? It depends. Curse, curse. So, I love that. I love that about you too. The the more you hang out and the more the more you drink with John, you notice that he'll just bring up different. I was like, raised by a TV. So. Yeah, you, you're you're kind of like a sample boarder, like some of those grindcore bands that have like samples in the fucking. I'm just saying, you guys need a sample board. When he said the eagle thing, I was. You like, are a sample board. That's why you got hey. here. I was like, yeah. am I on a podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always have to ask him that. You told yeah, you I saw told one me of that. His podcast, and I was like, am I on a podcast? Yeah, yeah am I on Daniel's podcast? You're always like, John, like, yeah. what do you think about this? And no shit. Like getting stoned in your car. Like, yeah. Um, what am I sting? No, you're you're one of the people that I love listening to. To talk though, you know what I mean. Like, we like that about. Each I other. never know if it's like real or if you're just doing a really uh, good job reenacting something. Absolutely, because like yeah. either way, it's funny as fuck. Absolutely, and so it's like. But that's that's what I was saying. Like like the Aqua Teen stuff that he'll bust out. You know what I mean? Out <laughs> yeah. of nowhere, and it's like it it's so perfect. The the Gary Busey, the Gary Busey, the fucking though, Walmart thing. I don't know. I think. I'm not sure where the Gary Busey came from, but it was just like one of those creepy voices. And then it was a joke between a couple of friends, like, like Gary Busey is like the last Jedi. Like that was the joke between me and Terrence. Like, all right, you got midichlorians in you, son. I'm going to teach you what you need to know about your daddy. Like, you know, like <laughs> he should have been a Jedi. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's all like back hurts. He doesn't want to be there. But that's basically what, that's, that's basically what Mark Hamill brought us, though. So I, Pretty don't, much. I can't even complain. I can't even ask for that. Yeah. He's like, whatever, man. I'm drinking rotten milk. He's like, She's like, what? I love that randomness though. You know, like uh that, that story you tell he about your brother weird. with uh <laughs> oh, the with bullying. The bullying. He's like he told the kid, he's like, I'm gonna take you to Walmart and buy you something <laughs> you don't want. <laughs> that's one of those things you hear where it's like (laughs) it sounds like it makes sense and then you then you think about it more it's like was that threatening or was that was that a gift you know what i mean like someone saying look i could give you a receipt that's in-store credit that's right (laughs) i'm gonna eat the receipt (laughs) it goes back into like he's gonna be at their house because they're trying to but it's longer right (laughs) you can swing a cat by the tail all day but i ain't gonna tell you when it's hungry what the fuck? But yeah, uh, the the fucking the callbacks and the 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 subtleness of it too, because someone could just 
topically be drunk at a bar here you hear you go into one of those and they're like yeah totally well it's like i when you show up at at like a show maybe it's loud or whatever there's it's kind of there's people talking or whatever and i run into you run into people and it's like hey how are you doing good hey how are you doing good run into you and you'll like talk for 30 seconds about something that may or may not have been real or not and it's like that's the best way to start the night off absolutely i love it when it comes to what i know of your brain john when you go into lyric writing, because I, I can speak for Aaron and myself that sometimes you'll pull inspiration from just being in the shower or you'll be sleep deprived. And then there's another way that you'll come up with lyrics if you allow the energy to be like, you know what, I'm going to write something in my head or something will just pop in there. How do you go about lyrical writing? It's, um, it's changed a lot. A lot of when we, I started, it was like I was just trying to find materials. So do like... I would pull from like an old, uh, I'd pull from like an old uh, journal or something with like different, different prose, or I would rhyme stuff together. So you'd write stuff and, and so have an active journal. Out. But now I don't. I think in the past, like the past couple like albums here, like I don't even write stuff. I would just the band was already writing stuff, and then I would just like listen to it and then write over it. Got it. Which is works just as well. But before I would just kind of listen to it. So when you listen, as they would be writing it, like in the practice space, like huddle in the corner back, back when we were cool and young, you know, that's like, we were at the practice space and I oh, had yeah. time to like, my back was good enough to huddle in the corner and just, you know, kick out some lyrics where they figured out and jammed out the song. But like now, you know, as you get older, like that doesn't happen. It's like, okay, I've been jamming on this. Let's put this together with the, you know, the rhythm section. And then, so are you present for the process of the songwriting? Dude, we haven't or- done shit. Or, or did, <laughs> I couldn't even tell. <laughs> I mean, the last stuff that was written. Would it, would it um, be where they present the whole song to you, and then you just take that and go with it, map it out? Kind of, um, but for the most part, no. It's, it was been more difficult. Like we had a harder time actually getting it like on wax, and then like hearing the newer songs, getting them actually right, being in the same practice space, hearing them three times. All right, now play it three times. And I can listen to it. Like, right. Wait, what? Sing something. It's like I don't want to sing it. Let me listen to it. Like. So, so it's you, almost been almost a little bit more stifled now that we're talking about it. I got some shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> some things to talk about with you. But, you know, I just really just need to hear it on wax now and then put my shit on it. I know I've, that's almost just a little disconnected. And will you put it on repeat and then just kind of pause yep. it and write something out? Yep. Got but it. But as a drummer, though, I feel like you're writing stuff as, like, you think it, though. Like, it, I, I've helped, like, one of my, my, my old drummer, like, he wrote some of, like, the best pirate radio songs. And I would... He'd come up with like a verse or a chorus, and then I would like fill in like a little bit, like what this maybe this is what right. you're trying to say. He's like, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. And then it would like come together, and those became like really powerful. Like some of like our most popular songs are Taylor Cowman songs. Oh wow! Like everybody says, like I want to hear I Eat Babies. Like I wasn't writing I Eat Babies. Right. He didn't give a fuck, dude. He's like drinking. He's you know Calyon Crew, like fucking skater kid. Like fuck off, man. Like he's like, here's my song. It's called I Eat Babies. I Eat Babies, and I Eat Babies, and I Eat Babies. And like here's, is there anything else? <laughs> like no, but just I. It's like okay, and now it's like every time Fire Radio plays, like we play I eat babies. Like I'll be damned. It's like we make babies now, but <laughs> right. I mean, you could change it to that. You know, I well, make babies. Kid eat, our kids will eat, eat you now. Like yeah, they bite. It's like don't stop biting. Right. Didn't bite grandma. But yeah, uh, to a certain extent, you'd be right. There are uh, with with Aaron and myself. I find lyrical writing could strike from anywhere at any time. There's certain songs that have feelings to where I could tap into that and start writing about that, or I could just be at home and just send him some lyrics, and then there's there's no music written, and then we'll just write music behind it. And then yeah. it's like, 
it ends up coming out live. I mean, yeah. you saw our practice room. See, that's like we don't practice. We never practice, or it's weird because you feel like it's something you should do, but like you just kind of do things the way you do them. And it's only two of you, though. So. It's uh, yeah. that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> like we get used to that. You know, this yeah, is I was, I, there I was more. Get, I, I can say it's a recording, but I always like think about like it was like. A little bit before even like White Stripes were out, but it's like Joe Strummer's like talking. He's like, "Could you imagine like a band was just like two people? Could you imagine how many like less of arguments you would have, <laughs> and like how further down the road you could get with the less arguments?" Yeah, it was, like, it was well because like <laughs> I don't know when we had a bass player, it was like I was in the van with him before the show, showing him all of the shit, making sure it's good, and he got it down pretty good. But then just kind of, you know. At a certain point, you have to decide if you want to live real life or you just want to play music. Living right. in a rock and roll. But you got to like do both, though. It's just like, oh, always like, get off the combine, just fucking rock it out. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Because, fuck, we, we probably have a whole album of stuff written that we played at shows. And once we play a show, we'll be like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah. And then we'd want to record it at a show, which we... It's just kind of how all of all of it's done for us. I think if you do have like new material that nobody's ever heard and it's not on wax, I feel like anybody who is your friend probably deserves to actually have it on wax and sit around listening. What guys. do you mean by on wax? Because I keep thinking about like, like you, uh, put it on, you have to put on it on record. Vinyl, but on, put it yeah. on like on a, on a record, on like a vinyl record. No, 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 no. Okay, you can put it on a fucking MP3. Well, it's the metaphor. Okay. It's a metaphor. It doesn't of matter. Putting it down, and once you hear it, it, that's why we'll record our shows live. This way that we're recording this podcast is how, like all of our shit goes in here, record it live, and then we listen to it, and we're like, oh fuck yeah, and all we'll listen to it. We'll put it on Dropbox. And listen to it, and it's good. Bring and someone uh, else to work the soundboard. Just it's actually. Like, sorry, now I'm just telling you what to do. But just, just oh, take you it, can take do it, it, dude. You can seriously, do... even if it's like a joke to you guys. I know you're just like, we just want to fire it out live, but just like fucking sit down and just. Make We've it. tried like in you like in the studio setting, ish. We pull it off. Yeah. We pull off what we need to, but you put headphones on us, and it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. Dano hits us like a cat. It, yeah. I'll be like, I'll put him on because oh, nice. you know I'm not a drummer. It it's got to be so hard as a drummer. It's just a joke. He's like, do not fucking listen. Oh me. man, it's all bad. Like, it's a Mad Max thing too. Like, and then it, like everyone <laughs> in any studio setting, he's more goth than any of us. Like, don't fucking listen. Right. But yeah, as you were saying, Aaron, in any in oh no, just any studio setting is just yeah. weird. It's kind of like Wayne's World once they fucking get signed or something, and they're like, "We're not in Wayne's basement, but we're in Wayne's basement." Right? Like, there's my amp. There's I'm it's on like my drums. You're building a set out there but, of like your guys' own. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a you got like a a house within a house. Like somebody's building a structure. It's like, right. Yeah. No, it's a fucking Winchester mystery fucking shit. But oh, yeah. I'm so glad we're in the mobile stage now. Maybe we should use this at some point too. Maybe. Yeah. It has potential. Yeah. She runs. <laughs> Was there any kind you of fucking mania? So have you always had like a uh, poetic mind towards towards writing lyrics, or is, um, do you look to inspiration from anyone that you listen to as far as songwriting? I guess I do. I guess like I feel like uh, it's not really like the John Kane band. I guess there are a couple a couple like songs I guess I did write or like about like relationships and stuff, but. After a while, it's like, you know, you got to, like, write a song kind of for, for everybody, I guess. For every, yeah. So yeah, make it less. less I guess uh, it does, does go down to, like, the Clash. Personal. Clash yeah. influence and, uh, like, Homeboy from, like, Minor Threat. It's like he and Makai, it's like, you know, it's, sing about yourself. And 
friends and shit. It was like, how about like, we're like, what's everybody else supposed to do? Like, right. It's like somebody has to listen to this sometime, right. not now or not relating down or... the road. Yeah. What's the basic information I can give you to make it like, all right. But yeah, I guess some songs like a huge fuck you too, but you know, like I don't give a shit, but for the most part, just should mean, so should be meaningful. So where you're at currently is what, what you'll be influenced by when it comes to writing for the most part. What was that? Like, uh, where you're at currently in life is where your inspiration will be pulled from for writing, like... Kind of? For a cer- from a certain aspect, I guess. Now that I look back on it, it's like I'm really grumpy about work, but I guess everybody else is grumpy about work, but... Right. It is still kind of self-centered, I guess, at a, at a point. Yeah, because you can definitely make it more broad with, with uh, wording, and... Because I've noticed that as well. Suffering is... Like... Uh, universal. The, yeah, Absolutely. Like, yeah. What advice would you give anyone that's, uh, that would be listening that doesn't quite have enough gas in the tank to get going as a vocalist? Cause I feel you can find Just guitar it. players. Just let it, it's like, uh, it's like the motorhead song, like rock out, you know, just like if I can let it crush your fear, like kill the fear with your fear, meet out, just go out there and just meet a thousand arrows or whatever the fuck a thousand raging bulls like they're just gonna tear you apart anyways you're already scared you're gonna die anyway just fucking get out there so, scream scream so i'll die screaming i don't know sorry well, well like go <laughs> to the sh- go to the shows try to be less of an introvert to be able to reach out to people and just sing more flex your flex your diaphragm sing more harmonize with everything do you think it's more important to try to go to a certain style of vocals where you have to kind of commit and conform to Mm. Like, mm. like you were saying, like using the diaphragm, or would you say it's more important to have your it's, it's pretty easy. own style, even if it doesn't quite fit in the the mapping yes. of doing it, quote unquote, properly? I think like part of like singing for me, it's like all the way back to like the weird, like I'm always talking impersonations, like I'm always just trying to mimic shit. So, just trying to mimic shit. Got it. I guess, and then Do a you... little little bit of singing courses will help the breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask, like, how much do you stick to... Maybe have, uh, like, let somebody drop coconuts on your diaphragm, like, you're just like... Oh, you're just doing some Van Damme training. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just yeah. a little bit, though. I can't do the splits, but, you know. Yet. Yeah. Maybe have somebody kick you in the stomach while you're trying to sing once. Oh, drop boy. <laughs> Long story. Yikes. I didn't fall down. I just kept singing. <laughs> what do you think, Aaron? Is it more important to have more of your own style, even if it's not, quote-unquote, proper vocal techniques? I think the the most dangerous thing for anyone trying to write music is listening to other music, almost. You know, like these... We've met some pretty dry musicians over the years that are, like, really, really yep. good, but they have no, like concept of what so like i would hear my own voice and say wow that sounds high-pitched and weird but you can't like but like to someone else they could be like oh that sounds good because it's different or it's something Aaron like that style it's not a like, carbon copy of yeah like you have these people that like do their hair just like randy blythe from lamb of god right listen to it sing, and I then about, scream like, it's a weird it's almost you, pig squeal of metal we, we could you know do, like we could do piss now we, yo. <laughs> I just need to play an instrument or not, but anyway, yeah. I, I can't sing like you. <laughs> and people have that. Everyone has that unique shit. And a lot of people that sound exactly like people that we've heard just don't even embrace their uniqueness. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I started off by changing the words to social distortion songs to like funny things. And then that just turned into like, I don't know, fucking writing words about being pissed off about things and saying them. I think, uh, (laughs) I think being fed up with not taking the leap will lead anyone to finally do it. Well, Dano like made me take the leap. I had a pretty unique situation. Right. Yeah, Dan well, we both like, did, really. Yeah, we we both did. His honest, like, it's all the same. What are you it's not like, gonna do it? You just gotta do it, no matter how it gets done. Like, put a put a time limit on it, and and I'd say some people are at an advantage where they could say, "Yeah, I could totally do it at any time. I know how to play, or I've been playing in my garage for this long." But even people that haven't been playing long, I'd encourage them to get into a group because you grow together. Yeah, like that's the thing when everyone's like, I miss, oh, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I miss living in like a band practice space. And now it's, it's like, oh, I could just like jump on the drums for a second. And like, nobody's right. going to give a shit. It's like, do that, do that. And the lead singer's on the drums. And then we'd all start, just start fucking around. Right. Because the shoe's on the wrong foot. Like, I've got yeah. soaps in my hands. I'm a madman. So, but like, I, I miss being able to like try to sharpen everything. I think I what everyone misses is like their 20s. Yep. Because it, w- it was, a, there was a lot of, fucking alcohol involved i mean we used to just smash through walls in the house get loaded driving to town now i own that house what are you doing to the foundation (laughs) jumping around in there i feel you that's why watching the younger people go for it now it's like all right i'm heading home i'm gonna go go holy shit it's like 1 30 in the morning whoa and like uh, the sun comes up insurance for mosh pit injuries so that's all i can tell you for right now yeah why my legs just swell up. Mosh pits are like, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, even since Elevate. we started playing, we kind of dipped out of the mosh pit a bit. Yep. Like, it wasn't. It was more I think, important to be able to play than get fucked up. Yeah. I think, like, maybe that's a teens thing, you know? Leave the mosh pit for the fucking teenage years. Because once. Just let it that's s- when it's like, oh, I wrenched my back. <laughs> I can't walk for a week. Oh, I sleep. No, that's four weeks. Like, I tell off yeah. on your age, you know? Yeah. I tell off too hard in the shower. I threw my back out one time. So, you know, the pit just makes my knees hurt. But my knees hurt anyways, so. Man, I sleep wrong. I'm out for at least two weeks. I even, like, I uh, sleep. Yeah. I slept on a mat in uh, Newburgh, and, like, I woke up. I slept terrible, but I woke up feeling great. So I wonder what's going on. <laughs> I guess I need, like, a little mat to sleep on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh. That's a fun thought when when uh, you feel fine and you're worried. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. It's gonna fire up from that mat. Things are a little too good. My core up. I feel like. Hmm. You just gotta like, just gotta get the fuck out there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just don't let. Uh... You know, a lot of people. It, it doesn't matter what anyone else Everybody's says. Talk shit. It, and and you know, quite frankly. Uh, even the people that are supporting you, you don't even listen to. Why listen to the people that are doubting you? you yeah. Know? Like, I don't know, but that's why at first, <coughs> like, uh, it's like you don't, you get, not, there was really no hate if you think about it. Like, if people don't, like, how often did someone just come up to you and say, fuck you, your music fucking sucks? Uh, like, at least, well, they, never, a couple times in person and then maybe a lot of times on the internet. But oh, yeah, yeah. We, we used to get it. Like, we, yeah. We not very good. Got people. hate? Oh, yeah. And then, like, especially, 
Yeah, we, we got some hate. And then we yeah. just clear the room. So, you know, I don't give a fuck. And after a while, I was just like, cool. I don't know. It's like, almost like, let's just, you know, it's like, almost <laughs> like I came to make you suffer. So let's just, yeah. So I don't know why they booked me. I don't know why I'm here. So let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Know, like, like, hey, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking Samurai up. Duck was just a cool place. It to, was. To be able to to get started. Very lax. Like, yeah, very, very lax. It's all about who you know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, definitely, like, yeah, you guys, I don't even know who was booking us. I don't remember. Was it Saxon? I don't remember who was booking us on what shows. Maybe we were just booking ourselves. I don't even remember. I think a lot of bands book themselves at that place. Or we could book our own. Yeah. Like, or sometimes we get yeah. thrown on a show. We ended up playing a lot with... Um, uh, Facing Extinction. They oh! Were, they were kind of like our bro band, of just like, because they were kind of like a kid band. And yeah. So, I, yeah, loves all them boys. Yeah, there. I mean, there were bands where if you played with them, they took care of all the booking anyway, because they were either there at the duck or... Or maybe, or maybe it was... Sh- I think Sean was... Bu- that, it was Sean. Sean. Yeah, yeah, he was booking us. Sean he was... Shock. And then we, we, like... I think we just let him be our bassist for a little while before we got Lenny. Yeah. So like we were just like all right we're doing all this like anarcho shit and like the Lisu soul and <laughs> so is there an album that's going to be coming out anytime soon? I don't know. I think we have one on uh, on the books. It's still sitting in the old uh, house dark. I gotta finish. I gotta finish up some shit. Oh, you went through uh, J Rock Dark. Yeah. So like house we have stuff. I, he hasn't showed you any of those tracks. No. I thought you'd been. Are you just? I thought he would show you. So I thought he would show you. No, no, I haven't been there. Finish those tracks tonight, man. I'm feeling hot tonight, man. Was this Nashville? Let's like show up in our limousine, our shiny shoes. Let's finish those tracks tonight, man. Is that the way he operates, or do you have to like book in advance? Um, he just like, hey, do you want to come back and finish those songs? Going, I don't know. I turned, forgot how to play guitar. I don't know what's going on. Oh shit! He forgot the songs like Led Zeppelin or something. (laughs) I forget, and then I realized, oh shit, I forgot some of the songs too. Like I'm like making fun of him. And I like went back and listened to like our last three albums. Like those boys are all right. Like I'm like, fuck. like <laughs> damn, that's a really good song, man. Like, you wrote that, you idiot. Like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna have to pester J-Rock to listen to it. Yep. We got to get it out. Oh, yeah. There's a whole fucking a bunch of it's like a Dead Kennedys album. There's like some there's some old hits. There's some old heaters on there, uh-huh. <laughs> and then some new stuff. A lot of new stuff. But yeah, tight. Some good, good, good jams. But whenever the stars align, I guess. I guess so. We'll, yeah. You know, we'll gird our loins and get back into battle. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'd love Fuck. to go back to playing shows with y'all. I can't wait. Oh yeah. I get the whole. I get half the band there some nights. I get the whole band of the Eighth Orchestra. They're right. always there. Yeah, that's right. If you hang out with one of us, you're hanging out with half the band. So. That's fucking right. Well, shit, John. I think we've. Uh, wait, wait. Can I mention? The uh, the last uh, itchy ribs fest that you guys did, I was trying to explain to people and they never believed me. But at least the last one I went to, that was that Wild Hall. Yeah, there was like there was like a bunch of pizza. And yeah, everybody had joints, and you're like, we're trying to recreate that scene. Yep. We can't have people smoking joints inside, but right. you know, we want to have a scene where everybody, you know, we want everybody to get really stoned. It's like feasting on a bunch of pizza, and they're like, I got gravy dogs. Oh God, yeah, it was so fucking awesome. The gravy dogs. That was like one of the best shows. All over Tyler's that was just one of my kit. favorite favorite shows. That was yeah. That was 
Right, so that I got was off like stage and gave me towels and water bottles. And like, that was yeah, probably man. the last one because like it was a year before. Like, yeah. We ended up canceling the. Did you cancel the next that, one? Yeah, because that's of, when things it was just two oh, weeks happened. Oh, dude, that lineup like, looked so good too. You got us all. You guys had all the the, the hot, the kids. Oh, oh yeah. You guys had the break, breakneck flow break and the fucking uh, the the, uh, the I, Did you have iced on that one? Yes. I okay. Think I, yeah, iced yeah. was supposed to be on. I that just one remember the fire. I don't want to like misquote any names, but yeah, those. Yeah, and then that was like that was our 15 year anniversary show. Yeah. Fuck my band, those all the kids. Oh, happy anniversary! This is our oh, 15 year anniversary again. Yeah, again to 15 years. It's, uh, we decided because a lot of bands will cheat and say they're together yes. longer that we're just gonna stick it at 15, and that's how long we'll always we're yeah. been together. Our 15 too. Yeah, so just stay at 15. Yeah. The 15 club. Fuck everything Fuck else. It. Like it's kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like a marriage. You know what I mean? When you get the golden golden year and then the, golden watch right now well yeah it's like you reach five stars can't put you're, six yeah like it, it's five stars that's it like, so you're 15 until you're 25 you're 25 until you're 50 you're 50 until you're 75 yeah <laughs> or hang out at 15 for long enough they can't tell then pass them up and go like this 35 like, when it's yeah, supposed to be Eva, 30. she was like 65 for a good part of the 90s and she was like 80 no. <laughs> oh god bless her but yeah john Thank you for coming down to the uh, the dirty south with us here. This is awesome, and uh, letting us letting us take up your time. I uh, was thoroughly entertained with listening to the uh, to the upbringing of what we know now as John Kane. But uh, there's more. There's more. Oh, I know. There's more anecdotes. I've got to talk about all my cool ass uncles. But yeah, you're welcome <laughs> back anytime. You know that. Yeah. Hell, we could stop this one. We'll just start a brand new one. Fuck it. If it, it shit gets weird if it gets over an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, so just do part two after part. Yeah, the after party. Well, thanks for having us. Thanks Thank to CBGBs. Thank thanks to Mary and Shelly and the Hilly. I always like to say that, but yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for listening, y'all. And cat. Man. What if, what's up with the, the ritual, though? Oh, man. We doing that? What's the ritual? Well, I don't know. We that, This is the one where we've been drinking, too, so this could go sideways real quick. What's the ritual? We have to do oyster shooters? You know, you, punch me? You got to try to hit the joint until it makes you choke. Oh, that's normal. That's every time. That's, <laughs> well, no, it's very that's painful. That's every time. Now. It's very painful. Oh, that's fine, though. This is COVID times, too, so we can get some ASMR. Oh, God. <sighs> The mummy. Then we could raid each other's coughs. That's what me and my oh. little brother do. The mummy. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. No, this this. It haunt the halls forever. Yeah, this is straight drooling. <laughs> this is, this is lobotomy. Oh, that's if that, it's, that, okay. This goes beyond my mummy. Class, yeah. My, my uncle Jesse. He would just hack and hack and hack. Yeah, it's more. It's more like that. It's very paid, painful. He'd roll. He'd roll some uh, bonuses into his joints too. He was. Oh shit! He's a little. He's all sixes and sevens, as they Sl- say. Slip a Mickey in there, huh? Uh, well, no, no. Like maybe, as my dad would say, yeah, he was getting down, but he's like, hey, I put some uh, some clover in there. Oh, got it. So some spices. Like clove? He's like, no, like clover out of the yard. Oh fuck! My dad's like, I'm good on that. Yeah. Fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. We had a guy in oh, Colombia that rolled a joint with a receipt though. paper. Yeah. That's, well, he's working with stuff there. You know he's trying, but that's like a that's like a tempered paper. 
It's a carcinogen. Yeah, but <laughs> he like extra he rolled in in front of us and then like demanded that we took a hit, like would not leave and just held it up and was like, yeah. "No, you're smoking this." Here's like, your receipt. All right. Here's yeah. Receipt, Here's sir. your receipt, sir. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I don't think we do it. I can see in his eyes. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I don't want to do it. So this <laughs> is, you know what? This will be the one episode where we just don't do it. I kind of got a yeah. piece. So I'm pretty sure I'll piss my pants, but they won't see it. Yeah, hey, fuck it, man. Oh. Just go. Yeah. We told Plus, you, like just piss yourself. Just let don't worry go. about it. Yeah, so let yeah, it go. We won't come in here for another three months. So good. Like, nature will take care. Good rock talk. Good rock talk. <laughs> 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 just seal you off in here like the tomb, man. Well, everyone, uh, leave a comment down uh, if you have anything you want to know more about John, and we'll make sure we get down the next uh, time we meet again. But until then, yes. from Aaron, John, and myself, I love you all. Fucking check you later, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Episode.